Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Weekly Orbit. We've got this week's headlines for Rocket Pool, the week ending the 2nd of June, 2023. My name is Pat, and my co-host, Wack, from the Rocket Fuel podcast. This week's headlines include Lido dominance, can it be overcome? Dapnode has integrated Rocket Pool, which should benefit solo stakers. Our ETH bridging on Hop is now live. And finally, Ave Emode is also live. All this in weekly stats, but first, whack. Looks like you got into a fight with a pair of scissors and you lost. <laughs> yeah. They, got they a nice took, haircut. They took it all off. So, <laughs> yeah. Looking good. Looking good. Thank you so much. So, we got a full show um, this week. So, we're, without delaying any further, I'm going to share our screen. Our stats for the month. Um, I tweeted this out. Rockapool had a record month of May. Deposits saw almost a 5x increase over the largest month pre-Chapella or Atlas. So May of 2023, we had over 140,000 ETH deposited into the deposit pool. Um, that kind of sets the um, stage here for our stats. So for um, we're here at the Rocket Scan. Uh, website and we're looking at deposits by date and as as you see uh whack 140,000 for may it was a i mean it was a real burner what do you think absolutely amazing like by any objective measure you use that is like a truly phenomenal month of deposits um it's just kind of mind-boggling just how how great that is right because we've pretty much doubled our uh, deposit amounts in one month compared well just over one month like in two months pretty much we've doubled where we were compared to like a year and nearly a half of rocket pool's growth before that it's like rocket pool's growth has just been absolutely phenomenal this last month and it just shows like every day in may had over a thousand ETH deposited and like multiple days over 10,000. Um, yesterday we had our second biggest day ever. Sorry, on May 31st, we had our second biggest day ever. Yesterday we had over 10,000 again. It's just nonstop. Like this is really, really wonderful to see how this is growing. Like it's, it's been phenomenal, truly phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, on an annual basis, I've, if I did the math in my head, right, it's uh, maybe a one and a half million ETH mm -hmm. uh, yeah. on an annual basis, uh, which is, yeah fantastic i don't think we'll keep that momentum going i don't i i hope we'd keep the momentum going you know like it would be absolutely amazing if we did um i, I think if we ended up with like somewhere around one and a half million total eth locked um in in the protocol that would be phenomenal that would like take us to about six seven hundred fifty thousand no actually more than that now right because of leb8s so maybe right. like up to a million r eth by the end of the year Right now we're on four hundred and ten thousand, so it's it's possible if we if we have good growth into into the next few months and keep this momentum going, um, I think that would be a really really good place to be, like at around one point five million total ETH staked in Rocket Pool. Sure. That would that would be fantastic. Anything more than that would just be a dream come true. Absolutely. Yeah. So what has this done to RPL price? Well, on the week we <laughs> started at a ratio of. 0.0256. Uh, yeah. Right now we're at 0.0261. Yeah. So it's a maybe about a two, one and a half, one and a half, two percent. We've been crabbing along here for a while, kind mm -hmm. of just like the price of ETH. Yeah. And I think like that's really good, right? Because we are showing that this is a solid place for for the value of RPL. And 
I hope that this kind of becomes like the new um, 0 0.011 because that's where we kind of crabbed around for quite a while. There yeah. were moments where we went below that, we went above that, but crabbing like, you know, double the price above that for a while, like it just shows that people think that this is the value of the RPL token and the utility it unlocks is kind of makes sense at this point. Right. Of course, as we get more and more people staking with Rocket Pool, then that demand for the RPL token goes up. Um, and that's when, you know, hopefully we'll get another burst of of growth in the coming right. months. Um, but I've been, I've been trying to temper people right like temper the expectations by saying just because you know rpl has done so well so far you know rocket pool the protocol can continue to strongly grow without the rpl price going up because we can keep minting more and more our eth without a single new rpl token being added to the staking pool um so that's something definitely to keep in mind yeah. but like rocket pool has just had the most the rpl token has just had the most amazing like couple of years um and it really like is is really really wonderful to see yeah, I mean, it's one of the few DeFi tokens out there that has real utility, right? You need it to stake with Rocket Pool, and there seems to be a lot of price support right now, right around 0.026. Yeah. So it's good to see. It's got strength. Yeah. And that brings us to uh, Lido and how after a month, over a month of Chappella and a couple of weeks after Lido V2 went live, yeah. how is the liquid staking market lining up? So I'm on the dune analytics dashboard for lido finance yeah um for those listening uh we've got a chart that's mostly purple which is lido and if we scroll we started i would say um right before chapella it says here lido had oh, i'm sorry no that's 2022 um let's go to April 18th or so, April 17th, Lido is at 74.6% dominance. And right now they are at 75.5% uh, or so. Um, there's a couple of different ways to measure this. Uh, Ethan Hughes had a tweet uh, earlier this week. He said, uh, updated LSD market share, six weeks post Ethereum Chapella hard fork. It shows Lido Finance at minus 0.84%, Rocket Pool up about 33%, um, and there's a few others there. And here's another chart. This is from, um, uh, I think, it. yeah, it's also from Ethan. And it's a, just a pie chart showing here, uh, Lido with about 74%. Rocket Pool is at about 7.69%. So this is going to be, we talked about this on previous podcasts, how this is going to be a long uh, fight, not a fight. I don't want to put it that those terms, but it's going to take a while. Lido's dominance is strong. Um, do you have any takes on this? Yeah. Um, like I, I talked about it in rocket fuel this week, like a couple of days ago, I think on Wednesday's episode or Tuesday's episode, I was actually really upset. Like, and I, I kind of apologized to my <laughs> listeners and viewers, right? Like mm -hmm. I said that recently I've been like super hype merchant. And like I said, you know, there's all this amazing stuff that's coming and like, it's like really hyping, like the, the impact it's going to have on rocket, rocket pool, the protocol. A couple of things that I mentioned were like um, Lido allowing on staking and like, you know, some percentage of that might come to rocket pool. Um, I talked about um, Aave's emote being activated that we'll be talking about later in the episode. I also talked about um, Ledger. Um, and sadly, it seems like, you know, um, this, like right now talking about the Lido part of it, it's just quite, hasn't quite happened in the way that 
I was hoping or expecting it to happen. Like I was expecting like a huge amount of people to leave Lido and like go to other places. Um, but I didn't expect like this few people to leave Lido and not go anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like I was expecting that maybe 30, 40, 50, maybe a hundred thousand ETH on, on, on a good day might leave for other places. Um, I think we've seen like 10,000 maybe come to rocket pool, which is way less than like my, my base, um, hope basically like not any analysis or anything of course it was just a hope um so i was kind of disappointed about that um as you know this whole lido discussion has been front and center these last few days and like on crypto twitter and like people have been really talking about it and like really really passionate about it um what we've seen is that um there aren't that many other good services for people to leave lido and go to mm -hmm. um there's there's rocket pool um and rocket pool has bottlenecks on its growth right like with node operators like right now the queue is down to about 800 mini pools whereas a few weeks ago it was up to like two and a half thousand mini pools so you know we're kind of eating through that queue and the queue's not growing again there's some hope that you know whales will um, let the community go first and then they'll join the queue after that um the thomas g though who has 900 mini pools has said that he's waiting to do that himself um which would be amazing because that would like you know maximize the queue again but um in the meantime you know there's not any other place for lido stakers to take their eth really that is better than lido right like in a sense like the main problem with lido is that it's just too big and yeah. the lido governance has no interest in um making that the case that it's not too big um and you know they voted 99.9 percent .9 in favor of not restricting themselves um sadly the other solutions out there um like uh, coinbase that's more centralized than lido even binance that's more centralized than lido um um the frax eth that's more centralized than lido um yeah. rocket pool of course is more decentralized than lido and that's one of the things that's like really shown strong growth but um we desperately need other staking services to come online. Like we need Stata to come online with like max decentralization bent. We need uh, Stakewise version three to come online with, you know, their, their ideas of decentralized uh, staking. These, once these services start coming online, I'm really hoping that, you know, it'll be slowly, will take more and more market share away from Lido. Um, I, that's that's what we can hope that you know moving into the medium and longer term is that this happens like gradually instead of there being like you know big explosive movements right as the withdrawals were life right yeah there's more friction here than you know we had ethereum had this discussion regarding client diversity you know switching your uh switching from say prism to a minority client and that that's just a couple of clicks a few command lines and you're you're kind of done with this, you know, there's, if you're a, you know, a big Lido depositor, there's tax consequences of withdrawing and switching. Um, you're thinking about, is there liquidity? Is there, um, you know, if I deposit um, 20,000 ETH into Rocket Pool, can it absorb it? Or any of these other uh, alternative liquid yep. staking providers. So there's, there's friction there. There's there's a thought process. There's uh, tax consequences. So it's a little different than diversity uh, of clients. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we've talked about this, this reshuffling is going to take a while if, and, but the fact is Lido, you know, right. They're about flat. Uh, they haven't grown much. They haven't lost much. Uh, Rocket pool is gaining. One question I had was um, the Rocket pool community signaled a few months back through a vote to self cap itself at 22%. Mm -hmm. Was that 22% of total ETH staked or 22% of 
liquid staking ETH. No, to- total ETH staked. So oh. this, I, like last year, you know, Superphys had this idea of there being, like, you know, if you are at 66% of, of the network, like you can do really, really bad things, which is what the issue with Geth was and right. Prism before that, right? Um, if you're at 33% of the network, like issues happening in your service or your, your software can cause really bad consequences for the, the beacon oh, chain. Right. Mm-hmm. It can still carry on, but it won't be fun times for anyone. Um, you know, we wouldn't be finalizing like that kind of stuff is what would happen. Um, so the idea was that, you know, you services, any service would cap themselves way below that 33% point and to the idea that like it would take multiple services, like four services to hit that 66% point. So that's where Fizz came up with that 22% number. Other numbers have been like Vitalik saying about 15%. Other people saying like 15, somewhere between 15 and 22% is kind of like the sweet spot. So that's that, that was that target. The way that Rocky pool will do it is, um, as we see that, you know, we're growing, once we start hitting that 15, 16, 17%, that's when we'll start telling people that, you know, don't come to rocket pool, go to, Stakewise version three, or go to Stater, or go to any other decentralized service, as long as they're meeting the criteria that right. you know we as a community set, you know that they, they, we have a high bar, right? At that point, we'll start saying go to the other services. Once we hit twenty two percent, then there'll be a much harder cap of how that will happen. Um, we might stop deposits. You can't really stop deposits because it's like um, immutable and permissionless, but we could like, you know, increase the um, commission fee like drastically um, to make it not appealing to go to uh, Rocket Pool, like et cetera, like that. So there, there's certain ways that we can do that. Um, but then that, that those are the discussions that will come through once we're hitting those higher percentages right. at the and moment. Think- it's not... No, Rocket pool right now is what three percent, four maybe four. And yeah. Lido is around thirty-three percent of total ETH stake. So exactly. Rocket pool has a lot of runway here to grow. Uh, yeah. but we, you know, the concern is Lido at uh, already a third of the ETH network, uh, ETH deposit network. Yeah. Uh, and Danny Ryan, uh, one of the core developers, tweeted out his concern earlier this week. So this is going to be a, a lot. I think a long discussion we're going to have in future episodes, future months ahead. Um, yeah, moving on, um, we've got uh, some headlines. Uh, Dap Node, which is a, uh, they they have software that runs on a staking box uh, for those out there. If you're looking to solo stake, you can buy a, a box uh, computer that's going to already have software on it that's ready to kind of ready to go, kind of make the staking process a little easier. And they now have implemented a uh, Rocket Pool um, integration. So if you buy a DAP node box, you can decide, Hey, I, I want to stick with rocket pool and, uh, they've integrated. So that that's, that's one of these, um, infrastructure things for rocket pool that, um, is good for the long run. We're going to, this will end up getting more folks, uh, who are staking at home to stake with rocket pool. Yeah. The great thing about DAP node is that it's, um, open source software. So you can buy hardware from them that comes with the software but you can also just flash your computer that you have with their software as well so it just becomes a dap node device um within that then it's a really like it's a graphical user interface for staking so it's just like you click buttons there isn't like any command line stuff that you need to do um to get that information and get your stake up and running um and now they have rocket pool built in natively so um you can run a rocket pool node in your dap node system so it's fantastic for integration yeah that's great news Another headline this week was uh, we talked about on a prior episode. Hop, the bridge protocol, has now uh, integrated our ETH into its bridging network. Uh, what this means is you can transfer our ETH 
back and forth from mainnet to Arbitrum or Optimism. Uh, it's the first cross-chain bridge supporting any liquid staking token. So we're out front. Uh, you can't do this with STETH. You can do this with our ETH. Uh, yep. this, this, is, this is another infrastructure improvement. It means you can move, um, you know, normally with a bridge, you got to wait seven days on an optimistic bridge. This, you can do it immediately uh, yep. using HOP. Your thoughts? Yeah, so depositing to uh, uh, optimistic bridge can take like two epochs, basically 15 minutes. Um, it can happen quicker than that as well. It's bringing it back to mainnet that can take seven days. Yeah. Um, the great thing about uh, layer twos is that, you know, just holding the RE token gives you staking rewards, right? Because it accrues against ETH over time. So this will now open up holding ETH to a whole bunch of new people um, because they will feel more comfortable holding ETH on layer twos and, and they can pay much less in terms of fees to get uh, their RE. Like they'll be able to buy it on Uniswap on Optimism Arbitrum. The fees will be like cents instead of many dollars. And for small holders, that is a huge percentage of their rewards um, that, you know, will be, it'll be a lot quicker for them to recoup that cost in the fee um, than it would have on mainnet. Um, there's another piece of news. If you click on the Rocket Pool uh, tweet, uh, the the username, um, yesterday there, it was also integrated onto ZK Sync era. If you just scroll oh, down, yeah. That, on the, yeah, if you just scroll down one more, yeah that's the article about it but one more down that's the tweet announcement for that as well so now we're going on to more um you know zk bridge, um, uh, layer twos as well um and that will open up to even more people uh, so this is really exciting that you know um, zk sync is like the most hyped l2 right now because people are kind of airdrop farming it but um really good stuff happening there definitely absolutely that's great yeah. so our last headline for the week um and this has been a one of your favorite topics, <laughs> Ave Emode. Yeah. So a couple a couple things had to happen. Emode was passed, and then the cap on amount of our ETH was increased from twenty thousand to forty thousand, and then it went live. Um, currently, it's filled. The forty thousand cap is filled with twenty eight thousand eight hundred, or yeah, twenty eight thousand eight hundred ninety uh, our ETH. So. In the few days since it went live, it's gained because it was right around 20,000 when it started. Now we're up um, almost 9,000. This is probably going to be filled. Probably a little, it took longer than you probably expected, WAC, but it will fill. Um, I mean, just in a few days, it's it's almost halved the amount uh, of the increase. Yeah. So um, your thoughts? Okay, so this was something that I was really disappointed about by a, a couple of days ago, because like you said, you know, I've been hyping this for weeks now, like months, maybe even like as soon as we got the first glimmers of our ETH integration into Aave, you know, after the Chainlink Oracle went live, um, I was like, you know, this is the end goal. Like this is going to help Rocket Pool grow an astronomical amount. Like this is going to be really, really wonderful because it will like let you boost your deposits in a really, really big way. Um, so like you could deposit one ETH pretty much and mint six, seven, eight R ETH worth of R ETH because of that, because of the way that you kind of fold it. So I was super excited about this, like massively driving rocket pool adoption. Sadly, what has happened on the Aave side is that the, the interest that you pay for borrowing ETH right now is around 4%. And if you have a look at the rewards, like the base rewards for our ETH right now are, are around 4% also. So that, because there's not much of a difference between the interest you pay and the rewards you get, in some ways it's actually um, unprofitable. You'll have to go to like the ETH 
markets page to see what the the rates are for that. But um, yeah, the Ethereum like regular Ethereum borrowing rate. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but um, yeah, for that, that's where the issue is. Like the the gap between them is so small that it is like the Ethereum borrow rate is 4.36 percent can you see yep, um, yep. right at the bottom there so that is actually higher than the re reward right now so if you were to use one eth and use that to mint nine uh, or seven or six re eth you would actually be losing money in fees um instead of like boosting your re rewards which is what we were hoping would happen it once you know the re rewards go back up you know five or six percent then utilizing this service kind of will make a lot more sense or yep. we will need the ETH interest rates to go down for it to make sense. So one of those two things will have to happen for us to get those numbers that, you know, I was hoping for. Just right now, it's just not a profitable strategy to do. So that's kind of where the disappointment lies. I'm actually surprised that we've still got um, 9,000 ETH coming into um, into Aave, um, which is fantastic. I guess people are using it to borrow other things instead of ETH and like folding. But I don't think anyone is like actually using E-mode right now, sadly. No, no. Um, however, those rates, they fluctuate, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. APR for our ETH is going to go up and down. The lending, yeah. the supply APR is going to go up and down. At some point, they converge where it will be profitable. And then this thing just, it, it's like a money machine. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that, there are a couple of things that we need to happen for that to happen. One would be a huge amount of um, ETH deposited into Aave. So then you know, they'll have like an oversupply of ETH, which means the interest rates will come down. Um, the second thing is, you know, we need another meme coin mania phase to happen. Gas to hit, you know, 200 gui, whatever, like sustained uh, things. So then we start getting more, um, The you know, just a couple of weeks ago, the ETH rewards were around 6%. So that, that would then kind of cover those differences. So both of those things happening at the same time would, of course, be the best case scenario. But um We'd have, we'd have to see how that kind of like plays plays out into the again this like you know as we hit 40k and then we're kind of at 40k then the Aave um, risk people will vote to potentially increase that to 80k so that will there'll always be kind of some amount there that we can play with but it just depend will depend on favorable market conditions to be able to do that yeah sure yeah okay so uh that concludes this week's uh, weekly orbit of course this is not financial advice. Uh, technical advice, tax advice, just a couple guys talking crypto. Yeah. And uh, um, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you uh, click uh, the like and subscribe. And uh, WAC, we'll, we will see you next week as well. Uh, enjoy absolutely. the beginning of summer. Yeah, it's absolutely glorious here right now. The weather's been stunning. So yeah, I've been enjoying too. it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, thanks, All everyone. Bye-bye. Right.